Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back, everybody. Sports Daily, right here on KFH. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Castor, alongside you on a Thursday. Our thanks to Tim Fitzgerald for joining us there. If you missed anything about that conversation, you can jump over to kfhradio.com. Of course, the big football game this weekend in Fort Worth against TCU. Hit a little bit on K-State basketball with Media Day this week. And then spend some time with the, the latest developments in the potential media deal coming relatively soon for the Big 12. Um, I took Alvin Kamara, Tommy, for the first touchdown. You know, he played it. He played out at Hutch. Why not give it a run? I think he's the odds-on favorite. Uh, but I t- that that's what I took over at BetMGM. That might be um, kind of the maybe the safest bet of the night. Like at least you know that Kamara yeah. can be productive. Yeah, he's in the mix. It's it's really you know I, I it was kind of like him or D Hop. And while I like the Cardinals to win the game. Um, it's just, you know, it, it's sort of who's going to score first. And if they do, who's the most likely? I think those are the two most likely guys, but yeah. whatever. So we'll here, see, we'll see a, how it goes. Here's a stat that I found for Thursday Night Football that I think is really interesting. And it, I think it it lends a lot of uh, credence to your thought that the Cardinals could potentially run away with this. Uh, did you know that the only quarterback or the last quarterback, I guess, to lose the last five games in primetime by more than 17 points in a row is Andy Dalton. So that might lend a little bit of thought that the Cardinals could potentially run away with this. Andy Dalton, not good in prime time. We're a hundred percent on Dalton tonight, right? Where, where's Jameis Winston? He's not, what, what is going on there? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. It's I, I, I can get on board with it, but the good news is now, if you don't, if that game's a dud, we're going to have lots of choices, right? Like it is a rich sports time of year. You got a couple more NBA games tonight uh, if you choose to go that direction. Um, you have Major League Baseball. You have Game 2, Astros-Yankees, Severino Valdez. Uh, you've got some hockey if you're so inclined. Um, it's so fun. Speaking of betting, so MGM had this strange promotion last night. I can't remember if I sent you this last night or not, Tommy, where you just pick a goal scorer and they boosted it up or something. I, I got no idea. Like, I I literally could tell you maybe five <laughs> hockey players right now in the NHL. Like, it, it's just, it's passed me by. Still love it. 
still love to watch it when it's on. But as far as like knowing the rosters, like I did, you know, 15, 20 years ago, like just, just not there. So I was like, all right, avalanche, let's just pick a player. And I did. And it hit. And I was so excited. Like, so way, 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 way too excited uh, for, (laughs) for that. Um, But there's hockey tonight too. Last night we got game two of the NLCS. We got game one of the ALCS, the Padres, uh, get back on track in a game they had to have. They get it. The Astros win the game you suspected they'd win. Now the Yankees sort of in a similar spot. Um, I, I think that it's not as must win for the Yankees tonight as it felt like for the Padres yesterday because, of course, they're on the road and it's Severino and they haven't really gotten to their pitchers that you feel like must win. But an opportunity, right, for the Yankees to – I'll say this. The Astros, well, let me ask you this because I'm not sure how I, who needs this more, this game specifically, game two, the Astros or the Yankees? Oh, I think the the Yankees absolutely need this game um, solely because I think that they, they had an opportunity in game one. I know Justin Verlander is a Hall of Famer without a doubt, um, and he's he's pitched great coming off of that injury and all of that, but um, they, I, I feel like, and before the game, I felt like, okay, I think the Yankees could potentially get this. Like if they can jump on Verlander early, which right. even though he's a hall of famer, even though he's a phenomenal pitcher, teams can do that. They can do that against a Justin Verlander at times. So I thought the Yankees had an opportunity in game one. They weren't able to get it. I think they have to have this game too. Yeah. Look, I, I, but but the Astro if the Astros lose this one, that feels like a bigger deal. It I guess it feels like a bigger me, deal to me that this series is one one in favor of the Yankees than you know, I think that would be more more trouble for the Astros than down two oh. I, I just don't know how much realistically the Yankees and, and I get it, like you never want to go down two oh, but in baseball that makes game three bigger. I don't know. It's a really interesting series anyway. Because it's going to be so home run dependent, probably, which makes it relatively unpredictable. Uh, but last night, Houston showed why they're going to be tough to beat. If they get yeah. into a little trouble, they went to Presley early, and Presley's just man, he's nails right now. Yeah, um, and, and I, I felt I felt really um, nervous about the Yankees coming off of that grueling series against Cleveland, and yep. they didn't yeah, you have much turnaround. They didn't have much turnaround time. Well, but, um, you know, and that's the thing, too. Verlander, it's Verlander, right? We Nobody expected the Yankees to win yesterday. If 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 Verlander was closer to what we saw in the regular season than the one correct. time we saw him last series, and he clearly was, right? 11 Ks over six innings. That's, that's Verlander, peak Verlander, when he's striking guys out like that. So they got the good Verlander, and they didn't win the game. Okay, go out and get him today. I guess I just, it's hard for me to quantify the amount of pressure there. Only be, and I only ask this because on the on the other series, it felt like an immense amount of pressure for the Padres to win that game, like a crazy amount of pressure for the Padres to win that game to me yesterday, and they did. But that one to me was like, they're screwed if they can't get this win. I don't think that the Yankees are screwed yet if they don't get the win tonight. I mean, you know, the the Phillies um, had been playing incredible baseball and. You know, I, I mentioned it on the show yesterday. They looked to me like a World Series champion uh, after game one. And mm-hmm. game two, they jump out to a 4 nothing lead, and you're like, all right, here we go. All right, this is going to be the Phillies. Like, uh, the, there's no doubt in my mind at that point. And then credit to the Padres. They 
flip the script and momentum uh, has got to be, you know, headed towards the Padres at this point because they were able to to claw back. And it, I think it's a little bit different if the Padres were able to come out in game two and win from start to finish. I think that's a different feel than going down for nothing and being down one zero in the series and then coming back and winning. I think that gives yeah. you significantly yeah. more momentum as you go into game three. Um you know, of course, you you want to lead at the beginning and lead at the end, uh, but a comeback like that completely flips the script for San Diego. Yeah, it's um, it's an interesting series. Again, I'm pulling for the Padres hard of these four remaining teams, so I, I hope they got it turned around. They they'll go tomorrow, and that is another big one for them because it's a Musgrove game, right? And and they they kind of need that. They kind of need to get that one since they lost the Darvish game. So we'll, we'll see. And don't you don't you feel like too that this is the what we saw in game 2 with the Padres. This is the Padres that everybody was looking forward to at the trade deadline. When they got Juan Soto, when they got Josh Hader, I mean it was a it was a disappointment when they made those acquisitions to make a World Series run at the time, it was a disappointment. It didn't work. And now we're seeing it work more. And so I feel like this is what San Diego was banking on when they went out and made these trades. Sure. Um, so, it, of course, it, it's not it's not necessarily the path that they would have wanted to take. You'd want to win the, your division, right? You'd want to have a buy, all of that. Uh, it's not quite the path they wanted to take. But it looks like this is the San Diego team that they wanted to have when they made those acquisitions. Josh Hader was lights out. He was, and he's he's a rock star. Uh, the Padres have the makings of a World Series champion. We'll see. Uh, long way to go in that series because the Phillies have the things they need to do the same thing. Bullpens maybe a little bit more of a question. Uh, NBA last night, the real you know real opening night, if you will, uh, because you had just the two games on whatever night that was Tuesday. So. I'm curious because we weren't together when the NBA draft happened. Where were you on the order of the picks this year? Because I thought that Paolo Benchero was the best player and should have been the number one pick, right? He goes out and scores 27 points last night, which is the most since Iverson for a number one pick. Um, I, I loved Paolo, Paolo thinking he, like in college, I thought he was going to be a great NBA player. And there was a lot of questions. You know, you had Holmgren in there. Um, and he's hurt now, so we won't know, but that's a really nice debut. And I want Paolo to be, I, I really enjoyed him as a player. I, I want him to be awesome. And what a start for him in Orlando. Yeah. What did he have last night? It was like 25, five and five. 27. Yeah. 27, 27 points. Uh, I don't, I don't remember the rest of his official line. I, I want to say that I, I read that a player has not done that in 27, a, nine and five, 27, okay, nine in and a five. Nobody had done that in a career debut since LeBron, I believe, is what I read. Um, now, it's his very first game, uh, and he's a rookie. But the the impact that he can make immediately to an Orlando franchise that desperately needs that. They desperately need an anchor long term. Um, I, I don't think that can be understated. So at the time, I was 1,000% on board with the drafting of Paolo. And, you know, one game in, yeah, the sample size is incredibly small. But to me, it sure looks like the Magic have found somebody that can, you know, potentially change the course of their franchise. 
Well, Jabari Smith was the other guy in the conversation. He had a nice debut too, 17 and 7, and then Holmgren's hurt. Those were kind of the three guys I think that people looked at. And, you know, what we saw in limited action of Holmgren in the summer league opened my eyes because I'm I'm I want Holmgren to be awesome. I'm just not totally convinced, but he looked the part for sure in the limited time we saw him. But the reasons we have concern with him, you know, is is the potential for injury with his body type. Smith was pretty good for Houston yesterday. Um, Paolo was really good, and and I hope it's a great class. I the, one of my favorite things that's happened in the NBA over the last four or five years is the absolute infusion of great young star type players, and the and the uh, wealth spreading that's happened in the NBA. The NBA, in my opinion, had a real problem on its hands with the Warriors' run in that nobody had a chance to beat them. Now, the Raptors did because of injury, but when that team was healthy, nobody was going to beat them. The more of these star, really high-level players we get, the more the talent spreads across the league, the better it is for the league. Because right now, it's kind of it's it's pretty unpredictable. I mean, I think Golden State has, has the edge, but there's a lot of great young players that are going to make a lot of a lot of teams relevant that maybe you didn't expect. That's a good thing for the NBA. Good debuts for the rookies last night. Yeah, and what I really liked about the draft when it happened was the fact that you had a couple of guys that were in the conversation as to who would be the top pick. And then, you know, you've got in years past, that year that Zion was drafted, everybody knew Zion was number right. one. But the fact that you've got a multitude of talent that could potentially go at number one, uh, and then, you know, you have number two, number three, so on and so forth, can immediately come in and impact teams. That's what the draft is all about, is getting these teams that are in desperate need of talent an infusion of that. And I think that we saw that with Orlando and we saw that with Houston last night. And I think those two guys, Jabari and Paolo, I think that they will continue to contribute that way. It's going to be fun. It is going to be a fun year for sure, especially if those rookies are good. All right, we'll come back. Sports Daily continues. We'll roll ahead on this Thursday edition right after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 